Hey y'all, I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the podcast which focuses on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey guys, it's Sherry once again, and I am here for our third episode of Strong Inside and Out. I'm very excited this week to share some thoughts with you as I've had an interesting experience in my own life about 12 years ago that lasted a really long time. And I've been reminded of that experience quite a bit lately as I have been looking through groups on social media and looking for places to connect and promote my own business. And I found this group on Facebook for middle-aged women who are going through divorce. And it's been really interesting because I'm hearing a lot of people share similar stories to what I went through. And it made me think about a blog post that I did a little while back called when you can tell your story. And I really focused on, you know, you can tell your story when you can tell it and you don't cry. And I thought that that was such a powerful thought when I found that quote and it just resonated with me so much because I will be honest, it took me about 10 years to recover from my divorce experience And I feel like for so long, I was putting myself in that victim role and I was having a hard time figuring out how to get out of it. And I would make one step forward and then I felt like I was taking two steps backwards and I didn't have a lot of people around. I had a few close friends. My family lives in another state. So of course we would talk on the phone, but it wasn't like I had a lot of people to just be around. And I experienced a lot of lonely days and a lot of times where I just felt like I was never going to get out of this. I was going to be in this mode forever. And it really did cause me a lot of pain and suffering And it caused other people pain and suffering as well. My daughter and I are very close. And I felt like there would be times where I'd have to remind myself I was relying on her maybe a little bit too much. Um, I got into some different relationships where maybe the man thought this was really going somewhere where the whole time I was just thinking this is just time to pass the, the time by, if that makes sense. But I did notice recently from this Facebook group that I have a lot in common with some of these other women. Um, I was divorced after 19 years of being married, 21 years of being together. And we had really, we were high school sweethearts and we had grown up together and really kind of grown apart together. And it got to a point where my ex-husband I think we just didn't know how to end it. And so he ended up doing some things that were pretty detrimental. And when I hear the other women speak about this, I'm realizing that number one, 
I was pretty normal because to be honest, there were times where I thought, no, 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 I am weird. I should be getting over this. I should be able to move on. I shouldn't have to have these feelings over and over and over again. And hearing their stories and interacting with them, it's completely normal. And I think it's probably normal for men as well. So men, if you're listening to this, please don't feel like I'm just outcasting you and it's only about the woman, but this group specifically is for women and I'm a woman, so I only know how I feel, but I do know that it didn't kind of normalize this for me. Does that make it good or bad? Not necessarily, but when you're in the midst of that and you can't get out, you feel so isolated, it does help to know that the experience that you went through really was pretty normal. I also really realized that people truly do have different timelines for healing from things, especially big setbacks. So we might have little minor setbacks and, um, you know, they can be resolved pretty quickly. But these big things that kind of alter our world in such a way, some people might be able to, you know, get past it in a year. Some people like me might take 10 years, you know, and I'm sure that there are people that are going to take even more than that. And so it makes you really see that normal, which I guess I probably shouldn't use that term, but normal is whatever works for you. And timelines are going to be different for everybody. Now, one thing I can say, if you're listening to this podcast today and you've never been through a big setback such as divorce, we'll just use that one. Just realize that if your friend is going through that or your loved one is going through something big like that, understand that concept that the timelines are going to be different for everyone and you might be getting really tired of their drama, really tired of them talking about it, really tired of them still needing support, but try to let that go and still be there for them because I know it's hard, but trust me from the other side, we appreciate it a million percent. And then again, it just makes me really think about and Again, men, if you're listening, how women or men going through this, there's always going to be one person in the relationship that's going to try to fix everything. There's going to be that one person that's going to try to be the savior of it. I know for my example, I didn't think I wanted to marry my ex-husband, to be completely honest. We were very young. And although we had a child before we were married, I felt like we could make something work that he could still be a part of her life. But I will be honest, I also felt a lot of pressure to make that step and marry him. And there became a time where I thought, if I don't, will this disrupt my daughter's life so much that I can't give her the life that I wanted to give her? So I did agree to get married and, and it's not because I didn't love him. I loved him immensely. I just knew we were young. We were not going to be the people we were at that point in time later in life. And there are so many statistics that will tell you 
that usually those relationships do not end up lasting. And so I just didn't want to be that statistic. But I went ahead and I married him and we had some good times in our 20 years together. And we had some really, really bad times in our 20 years together. And the one thing that I can tell you, and I think if he were listening to this, he would absolutely agree. I think for the most part, I was the one that tried to make everything work the most. I was the one who was increasing my income with building my career and giving us a better life. I was the one that was being responsible and making sure the bills were paid. I was the one that was taking on the majority of the responsibility for our daughter. And when it all fell apart, I felt so much resentment because I had lived so long doing that and trying to fix it. And one thing that I'm learning as I'm reading people's posts and interacting with people that I'm not alone, that's pretty normal as well, that there's going to be that one person in the relationship that tries everything, that forgives when things happen, even when they're pretty significant types of things that takes on those extra responsibilities and alters their life to totally commit to their family when the other person maybe is not giving as much. And then being so devastated when it finally comes to an end. And that's what I think, in my opinion, makes that so difficult. But it took me a long time to be able to tell this story and not cry about it or not feel like, wow, what a loser I am. And I, I know I'm not. I'm a very, I'm a highly successful woman. I have a great job. I'm a great mother. I have a great relationship with my daughter. I have friends. I'm now in a relationship with a fabulous man and we're working toward um, him moving here and us getting married and all of those great things. And so I know that I'm finally healed from that. But it's not just about divorce. You know, there are other situations in life where big things happen to us and it takes a long time to get over them. I will tell you, I had a situation growing up. I knew my mom was doing some things that she shouldn't have been doing in her marriage. I was asked to keep them secret. It was very difficult. And it came to a point where I could not do that anymore. And I knew I was kind of like the peacekeeper in our family. But once I was not able to do that any longer, I knew that the relationship would be severed with my mother. And it was devastating. It was so hard. And it's that one is still a little difficult to talk about. Not because I don't feel like I'm healed, but because it's hard for a girl to grow up without her mom there. And I do have a stepmother and she's great. And we have a great relationship now as adults, but it wasn't always like that. It was challenging. It's always challenging with a teenage girl. It was challenging when there's an ex-wife and a new wife and just the whole dynamic of that situation and I have siblings and they had difficulty and um, just it was a lot to endure. But if I just talk about the relationship with my mother, it was super hard. And unfortunately for me, it took a really long time before I was able to heal 
from that. And I knew I was healed because I could sit down with her and I could talk about it and I could tell her exactly where my boundaries were. And we could talk about rekindling that relationship. Unfortunately, at that point in time, and I don't share this for anyone to feel bad for me, but um, she was in an accident and passed on. But I did get that opportunity to have that time where I could, you know, talk about it with her and know and realize that I was able to heal. So as I've been talking about this and working through this the last couple of weeks, I really felt like I needed to do something. That's the kind of person I am. So I always knew I wanted to help make the world a better place. And that's why I went into the education field. For me, growing up, teachers were very, very crucial to my upbringing and just keeping me on the right path and getting to where I am today. And so it just made sense for me to become a teacher. But then as I've been growing into my midlife and growing into myself, because I do believe it takes us all a little while to really become who we're supposed to be, I have learned that maybe my focus needs to be a little different and it needs to be helping people in general. If that's children to gain skills educationally, if that's building relationships with kids so that they want to stay on a path of success later in life, if it's growing teachers to be the very best they can be so that they can give to their students if it is about supporting my family members so that they can think things through um, in a way that they can better their own lives. And now adding on my coaching and consulting business where I can support other women, and that's who I mainly focus on, to be their very, very best. So I put together a little free, I'm calling it a webinar, but it's really more of just a video recording, Um, but a little recording that I do have available that focuses on the five strategies that I used finally when I was at a point to get past that divorce setback. And I think if I would have had the knowledge of those strategies prior to that 10-year mark, I would have been able to start moving onto that healing side a little bit faster. I think, of course, you know, as a teenager, you have ups and downs and overs and unders and even as a young adult. But I do think if I would have realized the focus of these five strategies at that point, I could have also used them to really help myself get to a point where I could have healed this relationship with my mother maybe sooner and maybe been able to have some life together before she passed on. And I do think that even smaller setbacks, they're great strategies to use so that you don't feel like you're the victim. Because I do think that that is something that really, really holds us back, is the continual feeling of, I was done wrong. I had something done to me. I am wrong. I am not worthy. It's that it's that victim mentality that keeps us lost for so so long, but it's so difficult to get past that. It's 
it's one of those things that just can eat you up inside and cause you to be stifled and limit your beliefs and who you are and what you can do and, and that there really is a future out there. So I say all of that to say, you know, the world is a crazy place right now and things are happening and more and more people are getting into marriages maybe because they don't feel like they can live life alone and, um, or they're lonely. And I think that's two different concepts, of course, but I also feel like so many times people think that's what society expects us to do. You grow up, you go to college, you get a career, and then you get married, you have children. I do believe that we have a bad rap with society on, on us right now as women because of that. I also feel like as women, we keep thinking our biological clock keeps moving. And if we do want to have a family, we do want to give our kids a home with two parents living there, you know, that can be um, a pressure that puts us into maybe marriages sooner than when we're ready. But I also think that there's that stigma of you, you weren't able to make this work. You are bad or you are wrong or you are not good enough. And anytime you have any kind of relationship setback, that's going to be on your mind. And that's going to be there repeating itself, even moving forward until you can get to that point of healing. So how do we heal? Again, those timelines are going to be different for everyone. My little 25 minute video is not going to heal you. I promise you it will give you some tips, but it's not going to be the end all to be all. So how do we get to that point where we feel good enough about ourselves again to feel that we can move forward, to feel that we can work through these things and not feel so down and out on ourselves so that we can start taking those steps in the right direction. I don't know if I know all of the answers to those right now, but I do know that I would definitely say to each and every one of you, remember that you are worthy. You're not a bad person if something bad happens to you. It's not karma. It's not, well, I don't think it's karma. Ha ha ha. It's not karma to where, oh, maybe I did this three years ago. So this is coming to get me now. I've, I've been there. I've had that in my thought process before, but I know that that's not it. Bad things happen to good people. Bad things happen to bad people. Good things happen to bad people. And so I think we have to remove that and just remember you're a good person and this bad thing has happened to you. And then how do you want to move forward? Do you want to be the victim? Do you want to keep reliving the situation? Do you want to keep telling your story? I think the more we tell the story, the longer we stay the victim. And then if not, what kind of baby steps can you take to start moving in a different direction? Because we all know if you take that giant leap all at once, 
it's going to crumble and fall. It doesn't work. But if you can take those baby steps and you can process through each one, get comfortable with it before you move on to the next one and realize that's still going to be your past, but don't keep going back to the past. Keep moving forward because that, my friend, will help you get to the end quicker. I promise you that. Again, knowing that my story was not unique going through the divorce or going through the relationship problems I had with my mother, I know there are other women out there who have had that happen before, then I know that my road to recovery was not unique either. That when you talk to people who have gotten there, they've kind of followed the same steps. So those are my thoughts for this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like more, of course, you can always reach out to me. We're working through learning how to do this podcast, and I super appreciate you spending time with me because I really want to help you be strong inside and out, just like I have learned to do for myself. And not just that, but I have lots of different ways that I can be of service to you. So please continue to listen to these episodes, subscribe so that we can build our audience, share if you know someone who would love this information, always let them know, follow me on Facebook, I'm a girl and her dog, and I'm also on Instagram, a girl and her dog 19, and of course, my website, findagirlinherdog.com. And again, please don't hesitate. You can DM me. You can send me an email. All of my access is right there on the website, on my homepage. I want to be able to support you. The One of the great exciting things coming, I'm going to be talking in a future podcast soon, is I do have a book coming out. So that's really, really exciting. And um Things are happening, but I want to be there for you. So please don't hesitate to reach out and know that I am here and I am going to do everything I can to support you on your journey to being strong inside and out.